yeah hi guys it's harry takamahoro and welcome back or welcome to the minimal chick podcast and today i really want to talk about something which has been sitting on my mind for such a long time yeah today i was supposed to come out here and actually talk about pick me boys and nice guys but i just had to switch it up so basically the backstory to this was that on Saturday, I was talking to my friend, and then we were talking about these things of jobs, what you want to do in the future, blah, blah, blah. So what happened is that I started to realize how, okay, I'd already known before, how we are all pressurized to think about the future, to think about what's always coming. Like, I don't like that question whenever people come up to me, or anyone and just bombard them like what do you want to do with the, in the future you know like we don't all have it figured out we don't know what's to come we don't know if we're going to even still be able to do the things that we like or even sometimes when they ask you that question of who do you want to become in the future have you ever realized that sometimes it's not really what you want to become that sometimes those are like beliefs that have been forced into you things that you feel like you are meant to do. Now, let me give an example. Do you, let's suppose you come from a family of doctors. You come from a family of doctors, and when they ask you, what do you want to become? You would say, I want to become a doctor because, you know, it runs in the family, you know? And when probably for you, it's not your own, like, it's not your own passion. It's not what you really see yourself, but it's like an influence, that I would say. You feel like now you're being obligated to be a doctor just because everyone in your family has been, everybody has medicine roots, you know? Now, let me give an, an another example. Let's suppose you come from a family where your dad was a rapper, your mom was a singer, because we know those guys end up dating anyway, like those famous people. Probably you had the probability where your dad was a rapper, and your mom was like an R&B singer or whatever. Like they were both in the music industry and they got married. And then probably when they ask you what you want to be, they're probably thinking that, you know, you'd want to be a rapper like your dad or you'd want to sing like your mom or something like that, like fulfilling their roots and everything. So you kind of, you kind of like feel obligated to say that you want to do music just because my parents did it just because it runs in the family and just because and just because and i feel like that takes it takes away from you as a person as you know sometimes it can be like people pleasing now let's remove the setting of that your parents have been or it runs in the family let's put in a setting that your parents have treated you like an investment your whole life and they have told you what to do with like your studies and everything because that's where we know parents are mostly into so if let's suppose let me just give an example i did i did all subjects at all level and but i really liked music and i performed well in it but when i want to go and do it in a level my dad is like no you can't do it you have to take something more seriously or what was what because they see this certain life of that they have wanted to provide for you the certain life that they have wanted you to have because many times parents treat their kids like investments meaning that 
you know, I take you to school. I put you in this swimming club. All that. I want you to be an Olympian. All that. They have like planned your whole life for you. Things that probably you yourself, you don't want to do. And I like to say that like, well, I remember going for one swimming girl and like I used to swim. When I asked some girl, do you like swimming? And then she said no. And like, you know, she has been in swimming ever since like she was young. You know, she's a very fast swimmer. And, you know, she's very good at it. Her siblings are good at it. Like, swimming is just for them. And they're very good at it. So I was kind of shocked to hear that she didn't like swimming. And then it made sense to me. Like, sometimes parents force things, you know. Or sometimes parents make you want to live their dreams. Like they what they didn't do is like they want you to fulfill it as if they only gave birth to children to fulfill their needs and their views like can we think about that for a second many times parents or guardians or what will have you do certain things just because for them they were unable to do it and they feel like you have to success them succeed them success you have to be their successor yeah that's the correct word you have to be their successor but me, I honestly feel like it puts so much pressure on the kid. Like, you know, you've been inf- you've been told like you did this thing one time and now you've been told you're going to be this in the future or what. Now, I will give an example of myself. I, I talk a lot. You know me. That's why I made this podcast. I just talk a lot. I argue a lot. You know, I just talk, 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 talk. So... And in many ways, in the way I deliver some of my things when I'm talking, it can be like in an argumentative manner or a point manner or like even in a debate manner because that's like how I talk most of the times. So when I was younger, like they would ask me, what do you want to be in the future? And I wouldn't know what to say anyway. Because, okay, just this long story back when I was young, I wanted to be a, like a traffic officer because these guys would stop guys in jam. And when they put you in like that jam of like four hours, you guys, I would be like, eh, hey, Inga, these guys have so much power. So I wanted to be that. Then I realized that I don't want to be that. So then they kept asking me that question, like, what do you want to be in the future? What do you want to be in the future? And I was very, I had no clue about it. And then some person, some people used to tell me that, you know what, hey, you should be a lawyer. You argue a lot, what, what, what. And then I sort of took up that characteristic of that. I would like to be a lawyer because, you know, I can argue or I know how to talk or I know how to convince all those things. Like, and then worst of all is that when you watch Suits, you guys, that's, let's be honest, when you watch Suits, like these, these series about jobs, most importantly Suits, leave the ones, many of them are, are about like, they are, sorry, they are about medicine like at the hospital between surgeons what if you've watched resident Grey's anatomy chicago med um the good doctor they are so many like medical dramas but me when i watch medical dramas i don't be like i want to be a doctor you get it doesn't have the same feel but when you watch suits like suits will convince you that being a lawyer is so easy that one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be happy. So me being that I already know how to talk and I've already been, they have been telling me that, you know what, you can argue, you can be a lawyer, bitch. I adopted that and I was busy telling myself, you know what, I'm going to be a lawyer and whatnot. So 
then it came like i was still not sure about that but i had that feeling then it came then it came to choosing subjects at for because you know when you choose sub subjects in like yatin and whatnot so it came to that point of choosing subjects and the person like you know me i just thought i'm going to choose subjects i like but you actually have to put in consideration those things of like your future your career blah 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 all those things which have like too much things to think about so me i just thought i was i was going to come here and just take subjects i perform well in and like do what i like but that's not the case they actually had to ask me like what do you like and i froze like what do you want to be in the future what's your passion and i froze because i don't really know and the matter of the fact is that many of us don't really know ourselves we are just young making us have to think about so far ahead six years down the lane we can't even process one day as it is we don't live in the moment and i find it like whenever someone uses a statement of living in the moment people are always like associating it to like parties going out having fun but i don't think we should only leave it to like having fun you know thinking about right now don't think about your notes you know those things when some some girl is telling you like no let's go maybe let's go for lunch and you're like ah, but i have notes to do but i have this to do and but then you're just like anyway fuck it let me live in the moment and then you go and do this blah 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 no let's let's stop only putting like living the moment for things which cause our fun for things which are going to give us like instant gratification like you know how it's living the moment it's like when you think about doing your notes but you're still watching this series and you're like anyway let me live in the moment no let's try to also invert it into real life like when you think about doing something that's business wise or you think about doing your notes living the moment and do it now if you're saying you're going to live in the moment and then you like you're pushing all your things to go and like do the fun you want and everything then i don't think that's living the moment because if you thought about it you should do it like the power of now like i'm one time i'm just going to sit and talk about like now right now like how we only have this moment right now but that's an episode for another day but yeah i'm just saying like you know we don't know who we are already at this age like because anyway from my analytics i saw most of us are like 17 like we are below 17 we're below 18 you know even if you're 20 like you can't know the future isn't guaranteed tomorrow isn't guaranteed what is guaranteed is right now how am i supposed to look so far ahead into the future when i can't even process today as it is how am i supposed to expect so much when right now i'm doing even nothing i don't care you know i can't expect such great heights i can't expect to do all this i can't expect to follow this line because of my parents just because you know just because of influence you guys we need to learn ourselves we need to think for ourselves you know these things of parents treating you like investments need to stop they treat you like an investment that you know i've put you in this private school now you have to do this type of job then you, they go and they pay for university now like you you feel obligated to carry out what they have told you to carry out and i whatever i started to like you know i read so hard because i've seen like the energy that my parents have put in blah 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 and all that like maybe honestly if for you you genuinely feel genuinely feel that 
what they have chosen for you, you probably like it. Then you can go after it. But what happens is that many people live, have this false narrative of themselves and have been influenced about what they want to do or feel obligated of what they want to do. And by their mid-30s, they don't even know who they are. People don't know who they are. People have been here living out other people's dreams in just their body. People don't do the things they want to do just because. And it's so sad. I haven't ever heard that statement like you, you need to love what you do to be able to come to work every day and understand work as it is. Let me give an example. Let's suppose you work as a cashier at like a supermarket. If you like counting things for people and just using the barcode scanner every day and loving what you do, you're going to be way happier than a person who feels like they are they have to be forced to do it. You know, like how what I would like to say is like working for the money. That's the most important thing. When you work for the money, you're not going to get anywhere. And before you guys be like, no, 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 what is that? You have to work for the money. Blah blah blah. No. No, 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 no. You don't need to work for money. Money works for itself. And that's in financial literacy. I am not going to deep dive into financial literacy, but I'm just going to say, if you work for the money, you're only going to be looking at the basic things that you need. So you're going to feel like you have to go to work to get money, to get the basic things like food, blah, 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 all these. And it's not, how can I say, it's not productive. You don't feel good. You feel like you hate your job, but you're going to, still stay there because you feel that you need the money like you're desperate for the money and i only work for money because isn't it funny how like we go to school we go to school like from when we are three four up to like 18 that's where most people stop or you would say like after 18 if you go and do college by like 25 or 24 depending on what major you do anyway or like 22 you're out and like we have been programmed to only think about the future when you're in you're in like anyway I'm in a ugandan setting i'm not going to say if you are an international listener by the way i ha i saw in our analytics that we have international listeners if you're french bonjour bonjour and the american hi yeah you're welcome this is safe place but i'm now going to just talk about like the uneb system so in uneb basically you have P1, you have seven years of primary, then you have six years of secondary. So ever since I was in primary one, I remember thinking about P7 and S1. Like, what school am I going to go to? Constantly thinking about the future. Like, by P3, this is the third year of you learning, eh? And someone is putting you in that narrative, like, you guys are going to fail PLE if you don't learn this concept in math. If you don't like Pythagoras theorem, you're going to feel PLE like we have been focused on P7 ever since P1. Seven years before, you've been focused on that exam of just even four papers. You guys, it's funny, you guys, we learn for seven years. Hmm? We learn for seven years. And in those seven years, we are focused on four papers. Four papers. Just four papers. Meanwhile, PLE doesn't hold anything towards your career the thing which i think holds one of the most is like your o level but really does not hold anything towards your career it's just a time for me anyway i believe it's just a time they get for you to do exams so that you can go to these to to the next level 
doing those exams to see if you've learned everything and go to the next level so it makes you feel so pressure oh i need to go into like smart i need to go into like guys i need to go in like budo or oh, oh my all my cousins went to Budo, all my friends went together, all all those things. Like, my mom went to the Magunga, so I must go. Like, sometimes we feel obligated, like, even though our parents haven't shown us their dreams, sometimes we feel obligated that we should leave our parents' dreams. That, you know, if my mom was unable to go to Gaza, let me go, let me leave out her dreams. But it's not your place, you guys. Sometimes we just put that narrative and it's not our place. We are constantly thinking about the future. We forget the present. We forget what else we would want to do now. So that's why I just don't like that question of what do you want to do in the future? Nothing is guaranteed. We don't have it all figured out. You should take one day at a time. What can I do today that is beneficial towards me? What do I like? What do I like right now that I can do? And I had this thing of like, you know, if you can do it for free, then you can do it for money. Let's put this in a situation. Many people go to work because they can't do those things for free. They are waiting for money only. They can't do them for free. No one is going to force them to sit on a computer all day, not like watching YouTube, but doing manual work for, not manual work, like paperwork, signing documents, reviewing emails, blah, 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 all that stuff for free. But let me put it in this instant. Now, these people what i would say now let me use jeff bezos you know elon musk or like who is that guy who created apple steven steve steve something yeah steve jobs uh-huh steve jobs basically explained that you know what he was his parents adopt no his parents gave him out and you know he was adopted and like one of the things his mom told like his guardian was that, you know, I wasn't able to finish school and university. So I want him to go to university and whatnot. So basically what happened is that, you know, Steve Jobs finished high school, BTBT what? And then after finishing high school and going into university, after like I think three weeks, I was like, this isn't for me, you know, this isn't for me. And he dropped out and he was basically like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I know I'm not going to do this. So he just went on with his life. And it was crazy how like he just signed up for like a cursive writing class. I think it was that. Cursive writing class. And he ended up liking it so much. Later did he not know that he was going to be designing and actually making the first Macintosh laptop. No, not laptop. Computer. Of which there, you know, I, I think you people who have iPhones, iOS anyway, you know that signature hello you know the incursive writing so you see how things right now can end up benefiting in your future if you don't look so far ahead into the future steve jobs did not know that he was going to be making apple he did not know that he has built such an empire that even right now as he is dead it's still a big empire living god being better than ever you know he did what he liked he liked cursive writing and he was able to put that cursive writing into a computer and now the comp it started from a computer now phones and now it's like one of the most top tier companies which are running the world that's what i would say you know one time i ha i had had one of these motivational things of elon musk saying that you know what we don't all need to go to college and we don't all need to go to university many stuff you can find them on google and that is true 
many times it's not even like what your parents want you to do when you go to university it's just that you feel like you need to go to university that your parents have paid for you to go so you end up going for like stupid majors i don't want to say stupid but that's a fact someone said like give an example imagine you went to university to become a travel agent you know things you can find on google things you can find on google things someone else can teach you for free sometimes you are just there and you're getting into a lot of school debt you're getting into a lot of school debt and like you those student loans is not something I'll, I'll get into that one time yeah but student loans is something that is not easy it's just like bank loans they go on the principle of compounding compound interest and they add up over time and if you're unable to pay for it you know your children will end up paying for your debts and it's a lot to think about so like coming back to like what you want to be in the future and university you know if you're going to university make sure it's for something useful make sure it's something that is useful make sure for you you're going there for medicine and you know that you want to be actually doing medicine you know make sure you're going there for law or some other all those jazz those jobs and you make sure you're going to actually be liking law make sure that you're going to be doing it because you like it that's what i say because i have seen those things of many times like when i was watching some documentary about financial literacy where the one was where the people be like you know i went to university i i am in debt and my degree did not help me one time to get a job i didn't even end up getting jo- a job from my degree and all this it's because sometimes we as people we don't exactly know if we like this thing further so you have to like remove yourself from the future the future isn't promised and that's why whenever me they ask me a question like you know what are you going to be in the future now i honestly don't know i used to think that i would be a lawyer but right now i'm just having those second thoughts because it wasn't me who thought that it was everyone else who thought that and they put that narrative on me and i just started to try and adopt that narrative in order to feel like i have a purpose in life and you know sometimes you know your purpose in life doesn't have to be a corporate job a nine to five a business worker no we don't need to feel like we need to choose certain paths just because you know as long as you love what you do that's why passion is a very big thing and we don't need to go searching for passion passion finds us that's also another reminder that you don't need to go running after looking for your passion finding your passion will find you and it will be like you know it's meant for you they said whatever is meant for you you don't have to chase after it we always hear these things of chase the bag what 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 but if you put it in new terms people who chase after things are desperate people and desperate energy will never give you the results you need if it's something that is meant for you it's going to come to your way if being a doctor is meant for you or medicine is meant for you you even though probably you're failing classes you wouldn't take it in a like negative narrative that's what i would say like you know we have all these people who say they want to be doctors they want to be lawyers and what but they complain about the subjects they take they have to take in order to be abcd like you can't complain if you actually like that so that's why you know when they were saying like you know can say you can be a lawyer what 
But then when I, I took up that position of that I would want to be a lawyer, I ended up finding out that I didn't find literature nice and I didn't find it easy. And I shouldn't be thinking like, okay, I wouldn't exactly find it easy because it's good that you have challenges. But it shouldn't be to a point that where you're like, ah, I'm juggling to go to the next class for this thing I don't even know I probably want to be, you know. If you actually like medicine or you like sciences or you like what, even though it gets hard, you're not going to put a negative narrative to it. You're just always going to have positive and you're going to take things from a learning experience. And that's why sometimes I say, you know, the school system has failed us, making us feel like we shouldn't fail. But the more you fail is actually the more you're going to get that knowledge. And when you apply that knowledge in the next measure you have, it's going to succeed. But I'm not going to over get into that because that is another day, like talking about the school system and how it has failed all of us. That's for another day. But yeah, you know, make sure you love what you do. And just know that we don't all have it figured out. Even though these corporate jobs on 9 to 5 seem like they are safe, tomorrow is not guaranteed. Tomorrow you might be let go. Now, let me put an example. In the stock market, nothing is guaranteed. Now, even though Facebook right now, Meta, okay, it's Meta now, is booming. <laughs> it's booming and booming. You're getting your money. Tomorrow it might not be there. Let me give an example. Vine. Vine was like a TikTok app. It was like TikTok and music day. But basically what you had was five seconds to basically go viral. Many people from Vine came back and it wasn't the same. King Batch, Jay Versace, Brentman Rock, he was also in Vine. So Vine, you'd have like five seconds for your video to go viral and whatnot. And many of these comedians, King Batch and whatnot, they were on Vine and it just disappeared like that. Nothing is safe, nothing is temporary. It just disappeared like that. TikTok could disappear tomorrow. YouTube could disappear tomorrow. Your dreams of being a, a doctor or the influence of being a doctor can disappear tomorrow. That job you have might disappear tomorrow. Stocks. Stocks. If one moment, like what was it recently, someone hacked into the Facebook computers and then the app had to shut down. Now, when it shut down, like in three hours, they lost about like $7 billion in that time. Your stocks, now all the stocks that you bought have gone down. Stocks are risky. But it is you to, to, like, you know, you don't know the future. So why would I go for something that is safe when I have always had an eye for something that could have a risk to it? And then I love this thing where they'd be like, you know, do it where you're scared. This woman, Joyce May, I think she preaches a lot, you know. She has her ministries and everything. I say, do it while you're scared. Someone said, whenever, she said, whenever I'm scared to do something a bit, good things always happen, you know? Something doesn't need to be so challenging and something doesn't need to be so easy. Whatever is very easy doesn't last. When they say, whatever money comes first doesn't last. And that's the fact. Whatever comes first doesn't last. So if you're able to see that, you know, this thing is a bit challenging, but because I love it and I see myself going there, I am ready to take the challenge. And you can sometimes feel a bit scared, you know, I want to do this, but it scares me. But it's always going to be around, you get? It's always going to be there. And if you can learn to, like, take risks, some risks are worth taking, especially if it comes in, like, what you want to do. If you want to start your business, but you feel like it will fail, just go and do it anyway. 
probably everybody who has started their business has had that thought but what divided them is that for them they felt it and did this anyway you always hear people i want to do this but you know it's too popular my thing will fail and when you say it's going to fail and probably it might the fact is that you have to trick yourself doubting thoughts even though you have them go and start once you start starting a business starting your job starting anything you want in life is the hardest just starting the momentum of going is easy but starting is hard telling yourself that you're going to wake up every day at 7 a.m to run around the house or run around your block is hard telling yourself you have to wake up to do a workout telling yourself that you have to wake up in order to master this music piece or in order to read this book or in order to do all these math works every day because i need to be good at math for abcd it's hard and it is hard no one said it's going to be easy but you need to learn just how to trick yourself that, that yeah i feel scared but i'm going to do it anyway because i believe this is a path that has been chosen for me you know do it while you're scared you know risk as amount a good level of risk is okay because you never know what's going to happen but being that you're always going to feel safe like yeah i'm going to get this job and your life is all planned out like marriage bitchy bitchy what like no it's not good to feel like your whole life is planned out or everything is safe nothing is nothing is permanent everything is temporary so start working from that energy don't overlook into the future and start looking at it now if i as me i want to go and fulfill my dreams right now and i know i can do it right now start on it you know the hardest part is getting started going going is easy had it now then let me give an example people do youtube if you feel like you've always wanted to do a youtube channel there have been very many people who say that you know i want to start a youtube channel but once you start your youtube channel and you say and you put your plan that oh i have to post every tuesday and every friday and let's suppose you're going to be a vlogger once you start posting like after two weeks of posting it becomes so easy to say that oh i'm going to even do this topic today or i'm going to do it. it becomes so easy so i just want us to learn that you know what i can have a good amount level of risk in me to do it to succeed in this way and success is different for people it's not only about money success is very different like you don't have to feel safe feeling safe is bad stop feeling safe take risks as they come take them you don't have to feel like i have to always work this nine to five or i have to always work this job or i have to want this way of life in the future no safe safe being having a safety basket safety net to lie on no Tomorrow your job could disappear. Tomorrow anything can happen tomorrow. So when you think about doing something, just start. Please just start. Just start. And I'll get into, you know, I already told you before about working in the now. But anyway, thank you for listening. You know, I hope you enjoyed this talk and got something out of it. Follow me at Carissa Kamahoro underscore on IG. And yeah, if you're new here. Follow the minimal chick dot podcast on IG. Yeah, I'm trying to hit 100 followers. So if when I hit 100 followers, I'm able to do a Q and A. Yeah, thank you for listening.